Internet, internet. You're now listening to the Combat Jack Show podcast. Broadcasting. It can't, it's not live, but when you hear it, it's live. You know, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Tidal, SoundCloud, all streaming platforms. Pick one, choose one, your favorites and all that. We're there. You know what I mean? Shout out to the entire Loudspeaker Network family. Uh, one time salute to the OG Combat Jack. You know, you know, he's out here fighting for his life, man. You know, like I told y'all in the previous episodes, tweet at him, send him a de- direct message, he'll see it, he'll reply, you know, in due time. And and, and and you know, in the meantime, just you know, continue to pray for the big homie. Um, and you know, we got we got him, man. Combat cancer, the hashtag. You know what I'm saying? Um, brother Christopher, what up, man? We're shaking with you. What's going on? Yo, you, you caused a lot of problems. I like, did. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I ain't mean to upset y'all. Yo, you got to relax, man. I told you that, man. You got to <laughs> you gotta stop talking about uh, uh, your past experiences with we, Muslim we, women. We ain't got to get through that, man. We we got Uncle Luke in the building. We can't do that. We can't talk Yo, about my transgressions. Just, just, just I just spoiled it, right? We were supposed to build that up. <laughs> my bad. You can't just, just announce that like that. <laughs> my bad. Pardon me. But since he said it, you know what I mean? <laughs> we got the return of the big bro, the big homie, Uncle Luke in the building. Hey, What's man, up, Uncle appreciate Luke? It, appreciate it, man. I'm good. I'm good. What about yourself, man? Sorry to hear about my man, Combat Jack. Crazy. That's my dog there, you know. But it's, it's just a reminder that everybody need to, you know, uh, African-American men, mm. you know, uh, uh, die from colon cancer more than any other uh, race of men in the uh, in the world. So we eat a lot of bullshit, know, too. Yeah, yeah. We eat a lot, a lot of bad things. And, yeah. and, you know, it's important to go get yourself checked out. Yep. So you can catch it before, you know. I got myself checked out. Mm. You know, it, it took it was it took something, you know, for me to go. I'm like, okay, I, you know, I ain't, I, ain't, I'm, I want to stay a virgin, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, okay, but then it, it, the real talk it, is yeah. the hardest part of it is mm. drinking that shit. Oh, you, you know got to drink saying? a fluid or something like that. You drink that fluid. That's that's the hardest part of it. And they Ooh. they take you in. Mm-hmm. You know, you drink the fluid and, and you go to the bathroom all night. You go to the bathroom all night. You go in the next morning. They put you. You go sit in the in the bed. They roll you over. They hit you with that uh, Novocaine. Put you out. Before you know it, they're like, "Okay, it's done." It's it all that. Like, it feels like it's five minutes. But did they show you what they're gonna use to to the instrument? Not really. Not really. You don't feel it at all, though. You don't feel nothing. No after pains, like somebody done violated you or something. You know, I know most dudes, most dudes feel that way. You know, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta feel like I'm violated. You know, when it's over, yeah. I gotta still feel some after effects. You don't feel nothing. But you're up though. You you was you, you was knocked out. No, doc, they put you out. No, they put you under. You go under, and and you know they do it. But then at the end, mm-hmm. they show you. You know, oh, after all, everything, and they show you, you know, even be- before they'll show you some of the things that they look for, some things that you could catch, mm. you know, like little uh, brown spots, you can catch that, and they say they can cut it out while they're doing the colonoscopy at the time, if there's little ones. See, it start off little, and then, you know, when you don't catch it, they get big, and it spreads, and before you know it, you're in, trouble. in deep trouble. Yeah. So, I'm happy that I did it. You know, you gotta go back, you know, after you do it, and Every five Just years. Just monitor and, it. Yeah, because they can catch it. They yeah. can catch it. And that's the most important part of it. So, I mean, just, br- I mean, shit, we didn't. That's interesting that you say that because um, it's just awareness, I guess, of the process. And yeah. I think that that's what a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of men, you know, they are, them not being aware of it, you know, they might be skeptical of the, 
uh, of doing it because they're like, oh shit, something's got to go in my ass. And, yeah, you don't you even know. feel it. You don't feel nothing yeah. after. You know, obviously you knocked out. Right. But you know, you would think, okay, man, I'm gonna be feeling some kind of way afterwards. Like I done had some shoved up my ass and all that. Jesus you don't Christ. feel nothing. I'm telling you, you don't feel <laughs> nothing. They go in there. It's almost like whatever little thing they go in there and they check around yeah. and all that and. You know, and you you good. And it's better to know that you're good. And, 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 Doc, and if they can catch that shit before it, before it get bad. And you said the hardest part was to drink the fluid. The, the fluid. It's nasty. Oh yeah, okay. It, it tastes. <clears throat> it tastes like. It's not Ciroc. Uh, it's not lemonade. Well, it tastes like lemons, mm -hmm. but it tastes like, you know, you tastes like you drink drinking slime. Mm. You know, you got to drink a bunch of that shit. Mm -mm. You got to not eat nothing. And it's like a gallon at a time. Shit. That you drink it and it just fushes you out and you know you lose a lot of weight in the process, but you know good to go. Yeah. All right, on a lighter note. Yeah, I just gave y'all <laughs> education on uh, colonoscopy. <laughs> go get it done. Yes. Especially over forty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, the last time you was on the show, um, you had released a book, uh, mm. the Book of Luke. Yeah. How's it been since 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 the release? I mean, it's been crazy, man, because uh, so many people read the book. You know, and uh, the book did very good and still, you know, selling to this day right now. Yep. And people learned a lot about Miami. People learned a lot about, you know, Southern hip hop, how I created it. And uh, people got more educated on the game than anything, you know, because, again, you know, a lot of people just go through life and not know the history, you know, and uh, it gave people opportunity to understand South Beach, what right. it was before to know that black people weren't allowed over there after six o'clock in the eighties, you know, that just blew people's mind and 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 uh and just to know, you know, deep stories about going to the Supreme Court and things like that and the struggles that we had to go through, uh, you know, when we were fighting censorship and all that. So, you know, and after that, because of the book doing so successful, I ended up getting a movie deal mm. with uh Lionsgate and uh we're currently right now writing writing the uh the movie and you know, got 35 pages done that's wow. been approved, and another 35 should be done and approved by the end of January, and we should hopefully be shooting uh, in the middle of the year. So, I mean, some great things has happened after the book. So, so, <clears throat> and I got a fucking award from BET. Mm. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I, I guess they had to give Stephen Hill had to leave. <laughs> Uh -oh. You know, he's not my cup. Block, 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 block. Yeah, he's not my cup. <laughs> I'm we'll, not his cup we'll, of tea. We'll get to, oh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, now, I know you got a lot going on, you know, past rap, you know what I mean, which, yeah. is, which, is, which is so dope because, you know, you would think that uh, as you, you know, transition out of, you know, the, the studio, for, um, you know, and in, in, in the recording process of being an artist and, and transitioning to, you know, movies and books, literary, literary works. Mm. Um, what brings in New York City this this trip? I mean, I know you got a lot going on, but just for the listeners who, who's not aware. Well, I mean, what brings me here, uh, I'm, you know, they named the award after me for SB Nation, you know, one of the... Uh, yes. A fan favorite award. Uh, and top the Peisman Award, right? Peisman Award. Yep. So I, I did that. I did that tonight, which is an honor to have an award named after you, you know, for, you know, one of the, you know, a fan favorite award. So, I mean, that's great. You know, and I, you know, came here, did that earlier tonight. And, uh, you know, and one of my good friends, Jer Jerome McDougal, won the award. So nice. that was good. You know, and just, you know, 
you know, I mean, just to just to be a part of that. I mean, SB Nation is big. You know, yep. I'm big into I'm big into sports. If anybody know, I mean, they know me is music and then it's sports. I mean, just last week I was on, uh, you know, uh, ESPN Game Day. Yep. You know, uh, talking sports on the, on the set of that big show. So, uh, you know, you know, and just you know, letting people know, you know, about uh, some of the things that I'm doing. You know, we we just uh, wrapping up shooting uh, a TV show, you know, with LeBron James in conjunction with his company. Uh, and that's gonna come out on Stars, that's, right? That's gonna stars come out on Stars, and uh, you know, when is it when is it slated to uh, be released? Uh, sometime in the fall. Okay. You know, uh, you know, I probably I'm pretty sure I'll be back. You know, running for through, sure. doing the press on that on that uh, particular project, but we got quite a few things going on. You know, and I'm that I'm happy about. You know, you know, we're doing sports. The wife is, you know, being very successful representing some of the kids that I that I uh, that I uh, coached in in football, and and they're doing good to see some of the kids that you you know rode in the truck at eight years old and playing in the Super Bowl. Yep. Now at 21. You know, so, that's uh that's that's good and my youth program is doing good. So me, I'm I'm good with that. Let me switch gears real quick since since you know we uh we established you know that you're heavy in the sports world, obviously. Yeah. Um what is your take on like uh uh you know, this past well, this is coming out this will be two weeks since this happened, but um uh the Pittsburgh Steeler player that that got injured, he had a spinal injury. Rosier. Rosier, right. Yeah. Um, what's your take on like the safety measures that that a lot of players are coming out, you know, saying that some 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 measures need to be taken taken, um, some measure needs to be taken in light of this this situation. Um, then there's some that's out here saying that uh, you know, you can't make football into a flag flag football league. You know, um, right? Do you think it's an issue with with with, with safety concerns? And well, I think it's I, I think it's an issue with safety concerns. I mean. Uh, Shazier is probably, you know, and my heart goes out to him and his family, mm -hmm. and I hope he uh, recovers from his injury. But he's probably one of the most physicalest players in the NFL. Right. I mean, Shazier is known for being physical beyond physicality. You know, uh, uh, to see him go down like how he went down. That was scary, man. It was scary, but, you know, Shazier didn't put a whole lot of guys to sleep. <laughs> you know, uh, he is. So it, it, it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. So I'm pretty sure he's probably one that can understand it more than anybody because that's that's what he that's what he do. He right. he inflicts punishment upon opponents. Uh, but even with that said, you know, being a, a a person who you know I got a youth football league over 29 years. You know, thank God we haven't had any kids that get seriously injured you know, out there on the field. But when you look at the NFL, you know, the NFL, I don't think they're doing enough to protect the players. You know, coming from a league that's being sued by its former players for concussions. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, these little payoffs of, you know, millions of a couple million dollars for a thousand guys ends up to being ten dollars a guy. Right. You know, somewhere down those lines, and then they have to end up suing again. You know, I look at the NCAA, and I was talking about this uh, the other day. I look at the NCAA, you know, uh, and their rules and regulations when it, when it becomes when when it's involved in targeting. Right. Their targeting rules are: if you target a guy, you get kicked out of that game, and you get kicked out of the half for the next game. Right. Now the NFL rules is: if you target a guy, 
you just get fined. You know, and those guys are making millions and millions of dollars. A $25,000 fine to, to, to knock the shit out of a dude ain't really, that's, they just won't go to strip club that week. <laughs> You know but, what I'm saying? So and, I think, and, and you talk about target, like like uh, targeting. Like, I mean, like, like, like leading with the head, like like Gronkowski. Yeah, he just what well, he the cowardice act that he did the that other was, day. That was that, that I was mean, clear. Great you, player, but his intent was yeah, was his a intent off. was bad. His intent like, was bad. Like what if that dude had 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 got injured, like severely injured, yeah. just because of like he went back after the play is dead. Dude yeah. wasn't looking. He had no awareness that this guy was two hundred sixty sixty plus pounds. Six foot five, mm-hmm. just collapsed on his neck. Yeah, like and, on and, purpose. And, and that 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 shows you, dude. You know, the league. You know, and the league is just bullshit on its rules. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They, you know, they 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 enforce rules. They selectively enforce rules on certain people. He should have been kicked out the game. Yeah, and kicked out of two more games. They gave him one game and left. Him, and, and 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 they gave him one game, they which is all game. bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a slap on the hand, and they probably play some garbage team uh, the next game, which is the Dolphins, who are not going, you know, which is not good. So that's a slap on the wrist for him. You know what I'm saying, yeah. guys? You know, you need to, you know, the NFL. You know, unless they get pressure from the media, then they'll then oh, we'll give you five more. But they don't. They don't have no standings. to doing nothing when it's time to do it in the in the proper time. Like I say, mm. targeting. And in the, in the, they should adopt the same rules that they have in college football. But being that the NFL is a, a league driven by stars that have a star miss a game or, or have, you know what I'm saying, to them that's like, oh, shit, we're fucking up our brand, yeah, our audience, yeah. the wrong guy might knock, knock somebody out, and he might not be out there, we'll lose some studio audience and all that. It's not about, when it comes to the NFL, you know, uh, it is not about, the safety of those guys, because if it really was, you know, you you would think twice. <clears throat> I'm gonna lose a half a game check the next game. I'm gonna lose a half a check this game if I get thrown out for leading with the head. So it becomes, no, you didn't play the whole game, so you don't get paid the whole check. And a lot of these contracts aren't guaranteed. There's, no, none of them. None like, of them. Like, yeah, I think I mean, that's that's the confusion too. The fans yeah. don't understand how it works in the NFL, where. You know, a football player gets signed to a to a contract, and you know they'll get the signing bonus, which is guaranteed money. Yeah. But the actual life of the contract, if you're not performing or if you get injured, the team can just get rid of you. Yeah, they can get rid of you. I mean, you know, when you, you know? look at an NFL contract, um, when you look at a contract, a portion of the contract is guaranteed. Right. The signing bonus is guaranteed, and you might have okay the first three years, and they got to pay you over that period of time. You know, it's prorated that portion of the contract. You might have a guy sign a six-year contract for $50 million, mm-hmm. but then only $30 million of that $60 million is guaranteed, and that's over a period of time. Right. And so, you know, they put those big numbers. The right, it looks crazy. Up, yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you got $100 million, which is bullshit. Right, right. You it's know, never... the NBA, you got $100 million. <laughs> that's baseball, guaranteed. That's guaranteed. All guaranteed. You know, and uh, but then again, the quarterbacks – Contract right. is guaranteed. Right, a lot of people don't know They're that. They're the highest uh, paid. We uh, all position. know who play the quarterback position. Yeah. yeah, you know those positions. That position is guaranteed whether you're you're coming in the league or not. And so, uh, you know, I mean, it's the, the the NFL. The game is all fucked up. I mean, when you got a situation where they 
boycotting a guy like Kaepernick because he's speak, speaking out on right. social injustice and systemic racism. And be clear on that. And, and, don't, you know, don't get the message confused. Yeah. Like, I see a lot of people keep, uh, you know, they'll, they'll negate his purpose um, and reduce it to the disrespect, the so, so-called disrespect yeah. of the flag when it had nothing to do with the flag. Yeah, and he constantly says that. He a, said it so many times. and, and uh, It's almost like they don't want to believe Oh, they don't. They don't want to acknowledge his truth, right? And his 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 his, his intent. But it's a, it, it, exactly. But but it's all about control. Billionaires mm-hmm. feel like they can control us through the media. Shout out to Jerry I can Jones. buy. I, I can buy enough. I can buy enough commercials mm. on TV. Or I can buy enough networks to then promote propaganda. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That propaganda is saying. He's a rapist. He's a rapist. He's a rapist. Oh no, Kaepernick is talking about the flag. He's talking about yeah. the first responders. He's talking about the police. And Kaepernick, no matter how many times he's going to say it one time, is going to get lost in the message. And it's them, you know. It's about yeah. changing the narrative, you know. With them, we cha- we could change the fucking narrative. We got enough money. We got a billions of dollars contract with ESPN, billions of dollar contract with Fox, billion dollar contract with CBS. We're going to pump. That this motherfucker is talking about the flag and any of them dudes that take a knee it is not about you know uh, social injustice and we ain't gonna just dress it. We just gonna say that they're disrespecting the police and people sit there these dumb motherfuckers who you know they just sit there and really believe that narrative. Yeah, you know which is b- bananas to me. Which and you know it's funny because I listen to a lot of uh, sports radio and I watch some of the um, the TV shows and a lot of these journalists. They promote that narrative too, and yeah. it's not even a color thing because you see some of them, some of us, out here. And I'm well, like, "Well, that's a lot of Uncle Tom." I'm like, "What's, what's, I'm like, what, what's yeah. your, what's your?" And it's so clear, like, you, it's, it, they don't even try to hide it. You know, no, what I mean? that's how they stay on. The, that's how they stay on there. They, they, they'll listen. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They know. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the, you know, the Stephen A. Smiths and all these guys in the mm-hmm. world, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They'll sit there. Jason they'll, Whitlock. They'll, yeah, Jason Whitlock. Oh, man, all he's them. the worst. I mean, Tom ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they'll sit right there and they'll and, and they'll they'll hear the white guys talk, and they'll just pick up on that, and they'll hear another white guy talk, and another one, and then they'll say, "Oh, that's the narrative. That's why I need to stay in because I'm already a black guy. And they're gonna x me out, so I just need to be like defending that." And yeah. I'm saying that, which what is up, all Ray bullshit. Lewis? And it, Ray Lewis too. Ray Lewis, my oh, homeboy. Man. I love him to death. Yeah, but you know, I love him to, Ray, my <laughs> my guy. But Ray, God damn, crazy. He, you know, he's just, you know, it's it's just crazy. But unfortunately, and then what happens is they, you know, they reward those guys. Yeah, like Ray got a TV show now. Right, he's on fucking uh, Showtime. That's the thank you. You know, that's the thank you. You turn your back on black people and you say that's them and you not one of right them. Right on time. You know, you you know, get your white wife, you know, which I'm ain't nothing wrong with it if you really yeah, love we don't, her, we, don't then, we don't want to open up those files, right? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you got in trouble <laughs> last time. I got in trouble. So, <laughs> let me ask you, you, you have a uh, a weekly sports show in Miami. Yeah, I do uh I do it uh once a week. That's the only time I got time for it. I go and set that motherfucker on fire. You take calls and, and, and Yeah, and, take calls and everything. Like like I'm I'm pretty sure you, you try to you know, be unbiased and try to be balanced. I'd be hardcore. But what what do you say? Like, all right. So what what I'm listening to right now, when I listen to uh, ESPN Radio, um, obviously because of the protesting, or whatever, sports and politics kind of are one and the same, right? But I'm hearing the tone of I w- I w- 
the the president's supporters, you know, right. they're very displeased that a black man, biracial brother, is standing up for social injustices. Right. They don't talk about, um, you know, the police brutality that, that, has, that has occurred, which led him to do that. They kind of ignore it and ignore it on purpose. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like how do you, how do you uh, maintain your 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 you know your composure, your intelligence, but you know, kind of like you know, ring their not ring their necks, but you know, these people are hostile, man. They don't say kind kind words or, or, or logical statements about this, and you know they bring up. You know, um, oh, well, these athletes are getting so much money. They should just chill out or, you know, sit down and, you know, just be honorable citizens. Right. You know, stop being a thug. But those narratives, like you said, aren't, have nothing to do with the actual purpose. Yeah, and the purpose. I mean, like, like how do you toe the line where, you know, you're respectful, you're respectfully disrespectful, so to speak. You know what I mean? Because you have to be. Yeah. I mean, it's like two things With, with me. I could understand where Colin Kaepernick coming from because mm. I experienced the same thing in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the hip hop music business. You but know what I'm saying? When I'm fighting for free speech, right? And I'm saying the shit that I'm saying on records, I pretty much got blackballed from the entire industry. industry yeah. So that's why it became, you know, damn yeah. near 35 years later, I just get honored by BET. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I was fucking blackballed. Yeah. You know, they were like this motherfucker right here, even by us. And again, you know. And, and fast forwarded to right now, today with Kaepernick, mm-hmm. he's being blackballed, but he's being blackballed more so to me by us again. It ain't the fucking white owners. No. You know what I'm saying? It is us because we don't take a stand. We're so quick, like uh, like the gentleman Malcolm, the quarter, the the the, uh, the guy from Philadelphia Eagles, Jenkins, Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins. They give him fucking uh, uh, 80, a, a uh, million, ninety, a hundred, almost hundred million dollars, a uh, hundred million dollars, and then we we so quick to oh we got a check so let's go away. You know what I'm saying? And they do that time and time again. But you know, I did a column, you know, uh, and it came out today. You know, mm-hmm. I write for the Miami New Times, yes. which is you know they own the Village Voice, You're doing a lot, man. Kind of papers, you know, and, and in my column, I talked about it, you know, yeah. uh, because I was kind of struggling with it before. You know, I touch on it, touch on it, I'm for Kaepernick, for Kaepernick, you know, for the struggle. But then I, I looked at it and I said, you know what? Why this shit ain't going away? Mm. And 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 I started thinking about it a little more. It ain't going away because of what? It ain't going away because black guys, the, the the white the white plantation owners they don't have no respect for the black guys no because the black guys don't have no respect for themselves mm-hmm. why it's all, it's about four agents white in the NFL that represent all they has and so if you do this when you put that black power fist up that means black power when they did that in 1968 mm-hmm. they put black power fist up that means black power black empowerment say it loud I'm black and I'm proud they put that fist up. You know what I'm saying? That meant something. That means black empowerment. That mm-hmm. means we need to have a movement of ourselves. Right. So at the same time, you can't put that fist up, NFL player, and then say, I represent black power and black empowerment when your agent is white, mm-hmm. your financial advisor is white, when your realtor is white, and, and you ain't never interviewed a black person mm-hmm. to do anything for you to empower them. You might have a little restaurant. You don't know, say you might own some Papa John's and you have some some kids up in there working, 
You know, and that you're saying, oh, well, I'm, I'm employing black, black kids uh, in black communities and, and uh, I'm doing something for my people. Basically, fuck no. Yeah, basically, shut the fuck up. So now, if I'm yeah. an owner, think yeah. about it. If I'm an owner and you're taking a knee and you're talking about all this systemic racism mm-hmm. and black power movement, and I know your motherfucking Asian is a white boy <laughs> and you ain't fucking with no niggas doing mm-hmm. no business with mm. you. How the fuck am I have some respect for you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, if them same brothers who taking that fucking knee start firing them goddamn agents, them goddamn agents is going to talk to the plantation owner and say, hey, hey, y'all fucking up, y'all fucking up the business. The niggas are now taking taking control of the reservation for real. And you see, you know what I'm saying? If they when they when they do that, mm. when they when they say, hey, when they affect their pocket and and, and affecting their pocket ultimately affects the owner's pocket. Because again, when you got four guys representing everybody, those four guys representing all those players, they control what? The narrative of the money. Right. So I could talk to you, hey Bob, you know, uh, you know, shit, you got about ten or fifteen guys on my team. You know, I know uh Malcolm want, you know, uh five million, but let's work this shit out to being three million and just save two million and we'll give you a jug on another deal like that there. You get fucked, you know, and so that is the issue. So when I look at it, they ain't gonna have no respect for them. They gonna the Jerry Jones and all them gonna start talking to them any kind of way. Right. Fire them goddamn white agents. If you fire the motherfuckers and fire the, the financial planners that they gave you, because you know what they're doing. Mm. They look at they 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 got the the, the agent. The mm. agent is friends with the the GM, which is friends with the owner. They're looking into those guys' financials. Yeah. So when it's time to renegotiate the contract, I know you upside down. I know you done bought pussy all over the land and flew it in. And I know you got too many cars. And I know you got too many houses running around the country. So you are upside down. So now you're not negotiating from a from the standpoint of strength. You're now negotiating from weakness because you fucked up. You can't hold out. And that's how they got into this situation where they're in right now with the collective bargaining agreement. CBA, they are yeah. fucked up. And they're getting ready to go in 2020, 2020. to redo another deal. And these dudes Very are spinning out. Very interesting. Because them four agents, you know what them four agents doing? They got to run, run around some black dude and he helping you spend all your fucking money. He helping you spend. Because if you ain't hungry, you ain't going to keep performing. Right. And therefore, who make, who ends up making the money? So them people looking at them motherfucking niggas like, niggas, you better stand the fuck up. I'll go home. Well, that, that, and that, then, like, if you had a pocket full of money, what? Well, that go leads, home? Well, that leads, fuck that. That leads okay. to a bigger problem, man, it because... It becomes a bigger issue. Because it's like, if you don't, if you don't get, get, get to the root of it, the cycle is just going to fizzle out. It's going to fizzle and out. Then, and, and then it gives the leverage to the same agents and the, ownership, the owners of these, of these uh, uh, teams... When the CBA comes around, guess what they're holding over your, your neck? Exactly. Hey, you know, now we're going to put in, uh, if you don't stand, and and, and That's going to be the next thing. And you're going to have a little dude in the union who works for the fucking uh, owners also. Yeah. He works for the owners, too. You're going to have him uh, allow that dumb shit to get put in the contract. And then you're going to have another weak contract. Oh, we have new clauses in the contract where there's appearance and all that. You know, uh, yeah, they got to stand strong, man, because it, it, yeah. the ripple, the ripple down effect, you know, goes to the colleges, goes to the high schools. Yeah, when I mean, you got these guys coming up, you know, busting their ass, they come from uh, uh, um, the inner cities, and then this is their shot. Yep. But you know, why shoot their opportunity in the foot 
you know, yeah. by not standing up because they're gonna they're gonna bring this up in 2020 for sure. Oh, no doubt about you it. Know, they're gonna, they're the hundred million dollars is already the first the first yeah. layer. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what we did for you guys. Now what yeah. are you gonna do for us? They're gonna add those causes into the in, into that CBA, and that's gonna be a real sticking point. And and and, and what's gonna end up happening? They're gonna know how much money all the the majority of the guys got. Majority of them guys gonna be fucked up financially. Yeah. And they're gonna eventually sign some bullshit, and it's gonna affect kids coming up into into the uh, into the league going forward. It's crazy. And the government ain't gonna do nothing. No. You, you know you know the you know the the, the damn. Uh, the governmental part of of, of, of work workmen force work the work department they ain't gonna be like oh this is unethical we need to have a hearing on this then. yeah you know but again Not a they got act. they really want to do something yeah fire them goddamn agents and get you some black ones I listed about a good five or six black agents that they can go fuck with exactly that's real good that take care of people it's a thousand. Uh, financial planners yep. out there that that do good financial work that that makes a lot of white people a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? Go hide their ass and let them do the finances on your money and and that shit to really get reeled in. Yep, we need yeah. more. We need more brother, some more, some more black agents. Support for this week's episode of the Combat Jack Show comes from HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step by step recipes and pre measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. With HelloFresh, all the ingredients are delivered right to your door in recyclable insulated packaging and come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. And HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly, including the Classic Plan, which comes with a wide variety of meat, fish, and seasonal produce, the Veggie Plan, vegetarian recipes with plant-based proteins, and the Family Plan, quick and easy meals the whole family will love. Better yet, you can choose a delivery day that works best for your busy schedule and even pause your account for weeks at a time. You won't spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take around 30 minutes. Lots of one-pot recipes for seriously speedy cooking and minimal cleanup. Each week, there's a 20-minute meal on the classic menu for when you really don't have more time than that. HelloFresh offers balanced and satisfying meals that are very, very convenient and easy to use. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code COMBAT30. That's HelloFresh.com promo code C-O-M-B-A-T-3-0 to get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. And now back to the show. How does it feel to be honored uh, for the BT I'm Hip Hop Award? Man, that felt that felt uh, felt some kind of way. Mm. Uh, it, it was great. It was a long time coming. You know, uh, my dad always said the best is yet to come. You know, and so, you know, uh, for it to happen, I'll... I wanted to happen before I, I leave here. You know, I didn't want to leave here. Motherfuckers start on me and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be turning over my grave, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you want to do what you want to do, how you want to do it. I ain't there to, to tell y'all this bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, it, was, it was great that I got a lot off my chest. Yes. You know, it was great that uh, Connie and, uh, and, and the good people at BT, Jesse and all them, decided to give me an award. And that was the first, I think, one of the first shows that she did from taking over from Stephen Hill, yes. you know, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know why Stephen ain't never did it, but one day he'll probably have that conversation, me and him, to say why you ain't never. Adam, st- yeah, internet's at Stephen Hill. Ask him, yeah, why ask, he yeah, why he why he was slow, you know, to why jump he never on, honored jump me on under, board. His, under his under his watch for so many years. But it was it was good because I was able 
to say something, I was able to touch a lot of people. Everybody that I, you know, people that I come in contact with, whether white, green, black, purple, whatever it may be, yeah. you know, they were moved by my speech. You know, it, people felt a certain kind of way. A lot of people said they teared up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know it was inspiring to them. You know, which you know, which I was happy about. A lot of people in the building, you know, were moved and were touched and was emotional because it went on for about five minutes and. And I'm I'm just happy to be able to touch people yeah. like that and inspire people, you know, through you know, through me being honored. So, you know, that it was it was a great moment for me and a great moment for for society and you know, uh and I you know, I got to I got to tell people who who the real fucking king of the South is. Talk, started talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Talk nice. You know, and who who <laughs> who went who fought for hip hop. Right. Because they weren't mm-hmm. telling those stories. Nobody was telling nobody was you know, on Combat Jack show. Yep. Yeah, this this audience, Combat Jack, come on in. You know, hey man, let's talk. You know, let me educate these motherfuckers on yeah. on on the real deal Absolutely. because he know me. So the Combat Jacks of the world, I can talk about that to that audience. But for the masses, you know, they ain't know I was being blackballed. They ain't know I started hip hop in the south. They just thought this shit started with with fucking uh, Little John or somebody. Right. You know, they ain't they didn't know. About the explicit lyrics and the parental advisory on mm-hmm. on the album, yeah. they didn't know I went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme because, Court, you know, fighting yeah. for free speech, yeah. and I'm a I'm one of the only niggas that mm-hmm. you know that probably that a lot of people don't even had never met a guy that it, go to the Supreme I think Court. It was probably in, uh, as far as on polit on the politics side, outside it was you and Pac that yeah, you know, um, congressmen, senate senators. Yeah. You know, uh, what was took time out. Um, um, See Dolores Tucker. Yes. See Dolores, yes. They took time. That was national Yo. news. That was like, yeah. for real. you know, we got problem with gangster rap. It was like, what? And this was the era, I was I was mad young, but I'm saying like this was a time where hip-hop wasn't what it is now. No. You're talking about what? It was a teenager. It's 40 years old now, right? So it's like, um, they're still doing it. You know, yeah. they might not be doing it, you know, on C-SPAN, like, publicly, but they're doing... They pick apart Kendrick lyrics and all of that. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. But you got to keep fighting that shit. Um, do you feel that the, the award shows are doing the necessary task of honoring, acknowledging artists like yourself who paved the way for the present no. and the future? So you got the VH... I know VH1, they do hip-hop honors. Hip-hop honors. A lot of people have like little... Uh, um, gripes about that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of how it's presented. But do you think that they're doing enough for the culture in terms of like bridging that gap? No, I don't think they're doing enough. I mean, you know, you, you know, we've been in the music business for a hundred years. I mean, over thirty-five years. Yeah. We, I mean, let's be real about it. You know, if you're on a major record label, the major record label, you know, then spends money with whatever particular show it is. That's why you'll see the artist who's performing. You know, they're performing that new single that's getting ready to come out. You know, are the person that's being honored is a person that's affiliated with that label, mm-hmm. that major label, and they have they, it, that shit. Ain't, it ain't real at all, right. you know. But the average person don't understand that it ain't real. The average person looks at it as like, oh, you know, fucking, they're honoring this guy here for philanthropy and all this shit. Mm-hmm. But that's because he's on a major label. You know what I'm saying? When you see a guy, you know, uh, like myself, right? Just use me for example. You know, and I love the brother to death, Snoop Dogg. Mm. If you if you uh if you don't know no better, you would think Snoop Dogg is the first rapper to start 
a youth football league, yeah. which is not the case because, but because Snoop Dogg is on a major label, and Luther Campbell is not. He has a major machine behind, behind him. him yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna make again. We go back to the narrative and how they pump that shit in the idiot box and now on the internet, you know, and make people believe things that are really not true. You know, take that shit and run with it, and you automatically oh, Snoop Dogg, you football, right. we started it. But we've been doing that shit 20, mm-hmm. 29 years ago. Started yeah. off with Chad Johnson being one of the first guys in the in the program, and that motherfucker retired. You know Don't what I'm saying? So, so the so the so the thing is is uh, you know, a lot of guys that I know doing great things. I mean, like Flo Rida, Flo Rida. You know that motherfucker gives so much money, gives so much money back in the community. You would think he would be on it. You don't want someone to one of these the, the fucking uh, uh, the the damn uh, NAACP awards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying for his philanthropy and his, his giving back. I mean, it's a lot of shit. A lot of guys do a lot of different things, and yeah. and I just you know I see it for myself because one thing about them guys in Miami they take after me, the flow riders, the trick daddies, the pit bulls mm-hmm. of the world, mm-hmm. and they know. Give back, goddamn it! Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Pull somebody else up, so they'll do that on the on the the sponsoring level, and they know how to do it. You know, you got a lot of other artists that do the same thing. You know, guys who put people on. I give a, I give out a a, a a put a motherfucker on award. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I get that shit out. How many motherfuckers did you put on it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, a lot of guys be talking. About, oh yeah, black power this, black power this, but you go in the office. Ain't no black motherfuckers working in there. Hmm. Talk. You know what I'm saying? I ain't calling no names. I'm going to leave that shit alone, but they know who they are. We need a hip-hop collective bargaining agreement. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, they need to have a put. Who? How many motherfuckers you put on? And that's really black empowerment. How many yeah. people to put on the war? Who you put on? There ain't got to be no rapper, singer, or joke teller. Who you put on? Who you put on this year? At the end of the year... I put this motherfucker on right here. I put 10 motherfuckers on right here. Now these motherfuckers is doing this and they doing that and they doing their thing and all that there. And uh, they got business over here to put on award. Right. And We need that. We need that. Combat Jack to put on award. <laughs> How many motherfuckers did you Yo, put on? That's, a, that's the truth, it. man. Shout you know what I'm saying? And you, you, you ain't putting no motherfucker on. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What's your take on a, on, on a new wave of rappers out here now? The new rave of rappers. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. You know. I like. I like a lot of those guys and girls. That's why when it was. You know. It was when I did the BT and I did the speech, and they were listening to the speech and they were looking. You could see them. They, you could see them looking like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh shit! This the nigga who started the South. I didn't know that. Dude, dude. That's crazy. This motherfucker here. Oh, oh shit! I'm. I'm looking at my daddy. This the reason why I'm here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I look at a lot of these guys. I look at, you know, guys like Chance the Rapper and all of them. You know, I look at a lot of the artists and I like a lot of them. I like Cardi B. I like Cardi mm-hmm. B. Cardi's killing it. You know right what I'm now. saying? Cardi killing it. I, I, I like that fucking story. Um, you yeah. was a stripper and you came out the strip club and, mm-hmm. and, and you got your shit right and you started rapping. Internets, we got a lot of criticism. We interviewed her last March and people, when we posted the picture before we released the episode, it was like, why would you interview her? Ah, we like, cause she got a story to tell, yeah. and she's fucking dope. And we saw it before everybody else did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And, then, and then look what happened now. She's a phenomenon, yep. a nationwide oh, phenomenon. Mm-hmm. 
whether you like it or not. Hey, King, she's from the Bronx, too. Just so uh, you know. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he he finally, the Bronx. The Bronx. Yeah. He doesn't like this. I'm from I'm a Brooklyn dude, you know. Right. No, no beef. No beef for Brooklyn. I used to live in Brooklyn, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved out of Brooklyn? I, I was born and raised in the Bronx, and I lived in Brooklyn for like a year. Yeah, tell Uncle Luke why, though. I I, not, got, I got engaged to a a Muslim young lady. Yeah, she lived oh, in Brooklyn, yeah. and I moved in with her. And we'll leave it at that. That was a. <laughs> so you couldn't take it. You need them fucking pork chops. Nah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you need that BLT. Hey, I gave up pork for her though. I gave up pork. Goddamn, I need my pork chops. I need that bacon in the morning. Bacon in the morning. Goddamn it! Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, real quick before you wrap so this you up, you all in. Uh, Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> it. I, I mean, I you know I stopped eating pork over thirty years mm-hmm. ago, so I yeah, mean, yeah, it's a good thing. But it is, yeah, yes. Yeah, but when you do it for love, it's amazing. It, yeah, I, I yeah. think I grew from that. But it's not about me. It's not now. Yeah. <laughs> um, she wants you back. I don't know. She yeah. see me now. She might. Well, he 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 revealed this information in the last episode. So you got chicks in you know commenting like, hey, uh, can we go on a gym date? Oh, they're available. Uh, yeah, uh, you know. a lot of snow, snow, uh, snow bunnies too. Snow bunnies, yeah, oh, yeah. I like the, the snow bunnies. Yeah, Jay white Lee. girls. Shouts out to the white girls out there. <laughs> Pink to toes, the, white to chocolates. White yeah, hey baby, <laughs> um, head, head, and more head. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all do it the best, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, what's the uh, the political climate in Florida post uh, inauguration? Trump? Yeah. Oh my God. Like what's the what, people what's, like what's the temperature we want Trump like, to go impeach that motherfucker, put him in jail, all that. I mean it's just in Florida? Like, it, it, yeah. So Florida is one stupid. of the states that everybody everybody feels stupid. All those motherfuckers yeah. who, who voted for him feel stupid, stupid. right now. Yo, this dude you know, mad, I mean, man. you know, it, it the bottom line was, you know, when you look at it, Trump won by default because mm-hmm. nobody wanted Hillary. You know what I'm saying? Here's a motherfucker that don't even wear dresses, and she claimed to be a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you put a fucking dress on sometime. You know, you know, dudes, a lot of dudes I know just ain't voting. She probably because feels- they couldn't deal with voting for a woman. Yeah. You know, I ain't fucked that shit. You know, I know as soon as she get in, motherfuckers is going to start going to jail for sexual harassment and sexual whatever and all that, which motherfuckers is going to, now. they still running with that plan right now. Yeah. Motherfuckers <laughs> is going to jail. <laughs> Anyway, yep. you know, just imagine if she was president and all this shit that's going on right oh now. Oh, my God. It'd be worse. All y'all ass would be nervous. Everybody you couldn't done. even get on the fucking I think, radio I think. and say nothing about no woman. No, you hey, can't. yeah, I like Cardi B because that bitch fine as fuck. And then you, oh, shit, I'm going to feds. Yo. You can't say call no woman no bitch or nothing like that. I think all men will pay for uh, Bill Clinton's, you know. His sins. For his, for his sins, man. Yeah, sins. but but listen, think about it. If you think about it for a second. You know, those motherfuckers feel stupid. It's yeah. in by default. You know, this is a goddamn movie. But just imagine if they impeach him, put him in jail, throw him away. We'll be fucking bored. It's very true. I'll be bored. It'll be back to politics as usual. Mm-hmm. Them motherfuckers lying. See, he lied and just don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all, I'm lying about this shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It'll be like, it. this shit is a com- this comedy to me. Yeah. I enjoy like going back around the corner. And, you know, I miss the news cycle, and I come back, I look at the game, and I go back there. What that motherfucker did? You know, it's like what that motherfucker Trump did every, now. Every morning, I get on Twitter, yeah. and I go. I don't even. I, I don't even check my feed. I go into the uh, the trending trending topic <laughs> to see if he. I'm like, he's got to be trending. He said some wild shit yeah. this morning. Yeah, it's like what that ten. motherfucker did. It's a fucking reality show, unlike yeah. no other. other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. 
I look, I look, you know, hey, the rest of the world, the rest of us, that motherfucker ain't doing nothing to us. Right. Ain't no president put no money in my pocket. Absolutely not. Barack was in that bitch. I thought I was going to be paid more. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a damn motherfucking dime when that motherfucker was in president eight for eight fucking years. I love Barack. I love Michelle. That's a beautiful thing. Nice, you know. But them motherfuckers ain't make me no money. I ain't made no money. You know what I'm saying? So well, whoever the president, I don't give a fuck. Still got to do myself. I, I, I got to do me. I got to get my money. You know what I'm saying? He does not affect my money. You know, unless you start fucking around. You know, insurance, yeah. That shit is high Yeah, as of hit. course. Sir. You know, that affects, you know, the, 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 the end result. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all them motherfuckers about money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, and, and everything that they do and the moves that they make is about money going into their pocket and the motherfuckers who put money into their campaign. Yeah. And that is politics. You know, and, uh, but again, that's just some fucking made, this this is entertainment. Yeah, it's, 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 I want the motherfucker to go to jail. I want him to go to jail, <laughs> pardon himself, get back out, go back in the White House because... He, the bitch is crazy. This is good. This, this is, is good TV. It, would you say this is the uh, in history? This administration is probably under more investigation than any investigation. other. Like you talking about the, the, the federal. The feds investigating the feds. How many motherfuckers he started out yeah. in his cabinet? That ain't, that ain't no. That ain't there no more. <laughs> the bitch just the, the, the woman just quit today. I think uh, another Penn, motherfucking freak just crazy. quit. She the like fuck this shit. I'm out the door. This shit going down up in here. The VP is probably the only one left, right? Yeah, Pence. pretty much. Yeah, Pence and, the only one. I would now that motherfucker. I wanted to go to jail, but you know. Yeah, they, they both gotta go. It can't be one and then. Yeah, you gotta yeah, get both yeah, of them yeah, motherfuckers. But then again, who the fuck is gonna be the president? And when they get rid of him, that this shit is crazy as hell. This motherfucker is, hey, it's so crazy. This motherfucker is endorsing a a fucking uh, uh, accused pedophile. That's a fact. Yeah, you would have never thought no Roy shit like Moore. this was happening in America. Yep. You know what I'm saying? This shit. And, and, and the people in, in Alabama, they with the shits too. They with they, exactly. Fuck that shit. We don't give a fuck. We going pedophile or not. Fuck it. He took the pussy from the little girl. <laughs> fuck it. We still vote for Roy. Oh, man. Anything but one of you fucking Democrats. Yep. But then, you know what? The crazy part about it, why we don't take that same attitude as black people? I don't know. We, Man, fuck that shit. I'm down with Luke. I don't give a fuck how many nasty records he made. Nigga, I'm voting for up. I vote for him. But, again, we, we don't take that attitude. We all... Oh, he had the girls shaking their ass on on the stage and shit, and he had this going on. Yeah, motherfucker, you enjoyed it. Same mm-hmm. motherfucker that enjoyed it don't want to vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to vote for him. Listen, the last time you was here, I think I said it off mic that um, my first experience in Miami, it was uh, two thousand. It was early two thousands, I think it was. And um, I went to a loop show. It was for a convention that was out in Miami. Oh, early 2000s. Oh, man. You went to the real Uh-oh. shit. Uh-oh. Bruh, you went to the it was lit. Uh-oh. And the chick, yo, the chicks, they had a Hennessy bottle, and she put the whole shit in her shit. Nah. In her vagina. Yeah, that's she the shit. She sat on is. the joint. Nah. At the loop show. And she was from the Bronx. She's from the Bronx? Facts. Yo, y'all got her number? Yeah, that's <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> like, the New York girls are but, um, the freakiest girls in the world. God, before well, before we wrap this up, man, since we're talking about politics, uh, what's your take on the proposed gun law allowing concealing conceal and carry across state lines? Specifically, now, you know in New York City, they got the three, um, 
no, not even three strike. It's uh, you can't if you get caught with a gun that's, that's not automatic. registered. That's an order three years. Yeah. So do they that, enforce that? Hmm. They really enforce. Yeah, they do that. that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like when Paxico Burris shot himself. Yeah. He had to do three and a half. And Prodigy, Prodigy got caught with a gun. He had to do three years. Three years. Oh. So minimum. So it's like um, now with the with the proposed um, conceal and carry, you know, cats from Pennsylvania that's licensed could come in to New York. They could pull up. And be like, yo, I got all this. What's up? You know, and. Well, you got to understand the NRA runs America. You know, the NRA runs everything. I mean, when you got kids getting murdered in in schools and shit, white kids Mm -hmm. getting murdered in a massive murder, and they don't, you know, and, you know, some people want to impose gun laws for for the mentally disturbed. Mm. They want to, like, you know, okay, look, we need to know whether you're, we need your medical records in order to sell your fucking gun. They oppose that. Right. And then the politicians, again, politicians like, okay, fuck that. You know, we, 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 we're not enforcing those laws. And, I mean, that's, that's just the nature of the beast. Big bank take little bank. Mm. You know, and the big bank is the NRA, and the NRA does what? They tell the politicians what to do. And if the politicians don't do what they tell them to do, then the motherfucker who's running against them, they'll give them double the amount of, amount of money to beat you. And the guy who has the most money is the guy who wins. It's never the best guy. Right. The best you, you don't have the best politician. You have the best motherfucker who sold out to some conglomerate or some special interest group. You know, in, in, in the Republicans' case, you, it's the guy who sold out to the, to the NRA, you know what I'm saying, who got the most money because he convinced them that under no circumstances he will be changing any kind of gun law. You don't give a fuck if you blow up the whole world with the gun and you have everybody, you know, running around there and that's how powerful they are. And so, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not surprised that just make people buy more guns. Wild Wild West. Mm. Yeah. I mean, in Miami, I just left, got on the plane the other day, and and uh, some motherfucker shot up the police three times at a in the broad daylight in, in at a Walmart. Wow! You know that shit is in is a regular occurrence every day. Yeah. You know, and ain't nobody doing no gun laws because again, the NRA controls the politicians. And he hide behind the Second Amendment. Yeah, right? yeah, and our dumbass goes out and vote for the motherfucker who we see the most commercials on. Hmm. The motherfucker with the most commercials don't vote for him. <laughs> that bitch paid off because it take money to buy them commercials. Yeah, the guy with paid the, the advertisement guy by yeah yeah dick he, blower. You know because that <laughs> they they promoting him. Oh, him and his family, they're such great. Bob Swinger, Bob Swinger is gonna do the good things. Mm-hmm. Bob Swinger is a part of the social club and this and yes, I love Bob Swinger. Yeah. He's great. And the old white lady and the old black lady and, and and the church man, the pastor, he got his check too. Oh yeah, I love Bob Swinger and you know our church, we love Bob. And before you know it, Bob got all them goddamn conversions. He running against another guy who ain't got the money. Vote for the motherfucker. Who ain't got the money? You might see a, a sign, a poster, or something like that. Vote for him, and he, he he's not affected by the special interest. They ain't bought him. He already coming in mad. Right. Like you mm-hmm. motherfuckers. I know y'all ain't give me no money. So he is gonna do the right thing, and that's what we do in Miami. I find the guy. I find. I put my power. And my and my constituents behind a. The candidates who don't get the money from the special interest groups, 
You know, because that's what I did. I ran for office. I ran for mayor knowing I wasn't going to win. But then people understand my politics because I went around the entire county talking about, you know, the political process mm-hmm. and my understanding of politics. So I got a large base of people that follow me. It's like I got a whole fucking party. I call it the hip-hop party. <laughs> and so we, what we end up doing is, you know, when there's an election, they motherfuckers need my endorsement. You know, so they come sit down. What you gonna do? Who, 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 who the fuck is endorsing you? You know, oh, this one here is endorsement. Okay, now who giving you the money? Don't have me go pull that shit out because right. it's it's public record. You know, oh, this one, and that's what people don't do. They don't get. They don't, they're not educated on the political process. So I know a lot of them that are not. So I, what I do is I go in and, and be and be educated on. So they they look for me to then say, Luke, who the fuck? Are, who we fucking with? Huh? Cause you deal with this shit all the time, and then I'd be like, "Okay, we we fucking with John Doe. Yeah. John Doe, he gonna be all right." You know, they got governor race running right now, yeah. And everybody looking to see who I endorse. Mm. You know, they gotta come sit there and motherfucker, what you gonna do for our people? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, I see your ass in four years, motherfucker. You gotta run again, and then I'm gonna be a real nigga about it. Vote him out. Yep. Yo. See you on election day, baby. Yeah, hey. Uncle Luke. Yeah, it's been real, man. Hey, man, I appreciate it, man. I always appreciate uh, coming through here, man. Can't, yeah, we can't we can't leave without getting this top five. My top. Well, five. he did that top last five. time, so it, ch- it changes shit. up though. Top five. Top five. So you got top his... five rappers that all alive all time. Top five. Top five, man. That shit. That, that causes all kind of problems. Man. It does. That shit it, goes it viral. Does. Luke said, "Fucking, uh, fucking Park ain't on the list." You know, you. Well, guess. now the new thing is. Uh, Cause you know Mason Cameron had a little thing. Going oh on. man! So now it's like, who's the top five bad Yo. boy rappers? You know, <laughs> that's that's the new. You know, that's something hot right now. I tell you, I won't tell you in what order. No, no particular nah, order. No, no, particular, no particular order. order. It's yellow. Yellow. I would tell you. I would tell you. Uh, I would say, uh, Jay Z. Mm. I would say Big. I would say Pac. Mm. Uh... So now I'm down to three. I would say, uh, who, 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 who? It gets tough when you get down to it the does. to the last two because you know I'm a, you know I fuck with Big Daddy Kane, Kane. you know, and 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 and, uh, and and Nas and all them and and uh, LL, mm, LL, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, you know, LL got to be on my Mount Rushmore. That's four. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I. I so big pot. So I got J, one guy. LL. Yeah, I, I. You know, them my them my guys. I fuck with them because I I listen I listen to it not because of what hits you made the creativity. Right. You know how you yeah. change that shit up. You know, like L for instance, motherfuckers be like, "What the fuck you put LL on the list for? You put what? LL no. over over fucking this guy yeah, and that guy." Absolutely. And, you yeah. know, dudes have an argument, but then my argument to them would be like, "Man, LL." Mama say knock you him. out. Yeah. Mama say knock yes. you out. My radio and then LL. I need, you know, I need love. He, he jazz that shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Girls with extensions in there. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and you know. Uh, and 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 I might I might have to put my homeboy Ross on there. Mm. 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 That's a sturdy. Because Ross, listen, Ross has Ross. I put Ross on there not because he my homeboy, but because Ross Ross change his shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ross Ross will give you this, and then Ross will give you that. Yeah. 
You know, so it's a lot of other, you know, it's a lot of young guys out there. You got the Meek Mills and you got the Drakes and you got the Little Waynes and all them. But but Ross is real creative. Right. Every album is something different. Yeah. And it's something mm-hmm. fly. It ain't the same shit over, delivered the same way. You know what I'm saying? The lyrical contents and, and the style ain't the same. You know, he'll he'll switch his style up, you know, on different beats and all yeah. that. You know, so you know, I, it, it's 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 tough. So I, you know, I try to have a combination of old guys and, and then young guys. But 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 Kane and you know, shit. See, see, I always in my mind, I always look at those guys as like the Mount Rushmore. So I don't include them. Right. Yeah. You know. Oh, you it, take it, them it, off. It, yeah, I take I take I don't I don't include. So in my era, I came like I was like mid '90s, late '90s, and up. So I don't include Jay Z Nas no more. And Pac and Big anymore. Oh, okay. Because they already, to me, they're like the Hall of Fame. So, so, so I go. So my my so, list would my my list would be more ninety eight to now. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, the Jay okay. and Nas, they're already they're, on they're gonna be on there anyway. So yeah. then, yeah. So, they, so you put so it that Kane, way. So Kane, Rakim, they Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So yeah, that's how, that's how I like. Yeah, to yeah. Do See, it, yeah. you have to tell me that next time we'll do. No, nah, next time. <laughs> ninety on back. Yeah. Because I'm that's old good. as fuck and I've been around with all these motherfuckers out. Hey, I when I was a DJ, I was spinning. Doodle Brown. I was Yo. spinning T. La Rock. Mm. Mm. I was spinning motherfucking. Uh, you name it. I was spinning uh, 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 J- uh, fucking Mantronics and and Eric Sherman and all that shit. I was yeah, spinning. I was, Sherman, man. So I mean, I go I go way back. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Hip-hop so it becomes royalty. different for me when versus y'all young guys. <laughs> well, man, it's been a pleasure and honor once again. Thank sure. you for rocking out with us. The Combat Jack Show, hashtag Combat Cancer. Yo, man, Uncle Luke, much more success to you, man. Hey, man, I appreciate it, man, and and look forward to being here, and I just appreciate you guys having me. And and get well, Combat Jack. Yes. Yeah, we're going to pray for you, boss.